the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And you know, go to DK Sportsbook, you never know what you're going to unearth. And... Uh, I was, you know, messing around with the team futures, checking out some of the odds of the Final Four, checking out some of the odds for the national title winner in college basketball, and I saw this little tab that said the Baylor Special. So I clicked on it, and I was like, what is this all about? It says, will Baylor run the table and be undefeated when the season ends? So that includes not only the regular season, but uh, one would presume the postseason as well. Yes was plus 200 no minus 305, and naturally I decided, well, you know, I did got to do a little crowdsourcing here. I'm going to put this up for votes. Uh, at tape time, I had over 250 votes on my Twitter handle, at Noisy Chavos, about this question. And, Lundy, you could probably guess it. Uh, yes, commanding just 30.3% of the votes compared to no, uh, which is the heavy chalk at minus 305, at 697 What say you? Do you think Scott Drew's club can go unblemished this year? And we're talking about all the way through the tournament? Through the all tournament, the all the way, no. baby. No, because I think if it if there is a matchup with Gonzaga, I don't think they can beat the Zags. I think the Zags are that good. Mm. So I do not think they can be unblemished all the way through the tournament. But if that were just, you know, regular season or regular season and conference tournament or whatever the direction that it goes, maybe you could talk me into it, but I don't think they can run the entire table. Yeah, there are odds right now to cut down the nets in Indianapolis for this year's NCAA tournament, plus 280, and that has moved just uh, like 48 hours ago. It was Baylor plus 315, Gonzaga plus 315, but now it's Baylor plus 280 and the Zags at plus 300, and I disagree. I think in a neutral floor setting, I think Baylor beats Gonzaga. I truly do. And I'm uh, maybe because I'm a little bit bitter about the Bulldogs and leaving the back door open last night in BYU. You're up up 18. You're up 18 with like three minutes to go and you piss it away. Ended up being a push for a lot. Some people had it 11 and a half and they ended up losing. Some people had it at 10 and a half and ended up winning. I had it naturally in the middle there on the push and I had to kiss myself in the mirror and I was not pleased about it. Well, see, now I understand exactly why you're willing to say that Baylor's going to go the full route. You're basically already packing up the boxes and moving to Waco because you're sick of Gonzaga. I see how it is. Uh, Chip and Joanna, I'm moving in. Yeah, it's it's going to happen. So just... you all, you would be their biggest fixer up her project ever, <laughs> Brad. Uh, mentally, physically, yeah, we'd have to run the gamut for sure. No doubt about that. Look, if you want to get it on that action with the Baylor special, anything else. Uh, at DraftKings Sportsbook, do so right now. And if you're wanting to give yourself better odds on winning a bet, well, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a chance to do just that. All players who place a bet on Sunday night's basketball game between the Lake Show and the Nugs will have a hand in lowering the over-under on the game. That's right. For every 1,000 players who bet the over on Sunday night's game, the over-under will drop by one point. 
Every better who hammers the over in Sunday's Denver versus Los Angeles game helps to lower the games over under. The best part is that even as the line lowers, the odds remain at even money. That's right. You can double your money by hammering the over. And if that excitement wasn't enough for you, there is a huge title fight happening this weekend at UFC 258. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to hammer the over on Sunday night's basketball game between the Lakers and Nuggets. For every 1,000 people that bet the over in Sunday's game, the line will decrease by un punto. Yes, this is your chance to improve the odds of the overhitting. So tell your friends and family this is a team effort after all. Hammer the over and improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code FTN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia. Call 888-532-3500. With that, on this Taco Tuesday edition, let's get to it. And the fade five. Number five. All right, let's talk uh, some college basketball. A little bit mixed bag for us yesterday here on the show. Uh, But we're going to get back in that saddle. And I'm feeling a heater. Heater's going to come on. And uh, there's going to be a lot of road warriors, I believe, tonight. Uh, I am the warrior. That's that's what the theme song, uh, shooting at the heart of heartache, bang, bang. Um, That will certainly be the case with Notre Dame, Notre Dame, um, Fade Duke. Yeah, that's uh, been quite profitable this season, Lundy, and that's why I'm going to take the Irish plus seven and a half there in Durham. Look, uh, Duke is just putrid on defense this season. 1.049 points per possession allowed. They've given up a 52.2 effective field goal percentage, one of the worst marks in the ACC, 40.6% from beyond the arc and 51.1% inside of it. Notre Dame under Mike Bray has some of the best offensive sets in the college basketball business, and they can execute, man. They are number 17 in the country and overall offensive efficiency and number 15 nationally in three-point percentage offense at 38.7%. Now, Duke won the first matchup, and that was way back in December on the 16th, 75-65 to in South Bend. Uh, but I don't think they're going to shoot 53.3% from beyond the arc again because uh, a lot of those long balls, those triples, have not been falling early and often for this brand of Devils basketball. Notre Dame right now surging a little bit. They've won four of their last six. So Goodwin, Prentice Hub, Ryan, Lazuski. I think those triples, those three balls, will be the great equalizer in this game. It will keep it close. Yes, I am again fading Duke. Give me the Fighting Irish plus seven and a half. Fade or follow. I'll tell you what, Brad, can I throw a bonus in as well? Because uh, I'm going to follow you on this one, but I'm going to throw a bonus in, and that is Notre Dame plus four for the first half uh, because Notre Dame has been starting really strong. Then they screw up uh, like they did yeah. this past weekend against Georgia Tech where they had a 15-point lead at halftime and then blew it. So I'm going to I'm gonna follow you on the entire game because I do think they keep it tight, but I also like that first half line of Notre mm. Dame plus four because mm. I do think they've got this ability to come out in those first 20 minutes and look pretty hot. I think they can keep it close or perhaps even have the lead at halftime given their propensity for being ahead at the break. And then you wait to see what happens in the second half. So hopefully both of those hit and the Irish have a smiling. That's right, baby. Dunk all over Duke. 
number four. All right, let's move on. Penn State, Michigan State in a bubblicious matchup inside the Big Ten. You might say, so, well, Brad, how's this bubblicious for Penn State? Uh, they are below 500 on the season. It could be argued, Lundy, in the Ken Palm era uh, that the Nittany Lions are the best under 500 team ever, ever. Uh, at this point on the schedule, I understand that they've had the COVID pause and played a whole lot of games, but they're number 30 right now in the Kim Palm ratings. So, yeah, they're still very much in the at-large NCAA tournament conversation. Michigan State right there with them, a team that's been reeling but finally got off the schneid with a victory over Nebraska after their long extended COVID pause uh, just a few days prior had finally ceased. But you know what? I'm going to take the, the visiting Nittany Lions. Again, the theme today are the Road Warriors. Warriors, um, and I, you know, them catching three. I think this game is going to be tight. Michigan State may win it, but maybe by a point or two in this game. And if old Captain Hook yar, comes into play here, and Penn State benefits on the overall line even better. Look, you look at PSU uh, again; they're po- possibly the finest under 500 team uh, in the Ken Palm era, again ranking at number 30. In that standing, uh, they are winless, though, away so far this season in Big Ten action. But this is a rebound-hungry team, a squad that generates a second chance on 33.4% of its possessions. It's number one in league action in Michigan State. They've been hampered by turnovers and a laughable level of offensive execution. Uh, They've coughed it up on 19.4% of their Big Ten possessions. And in terms of the offense, they're scoring just 0.937 points per possession, shooting just 30.5% along the perimeter, 43.4% inside the arc. I think Hera, Brockington, off the bounce, uh, those guys could do a lot of damage inside and attack the 10 with considerable success. So uh, don't be shocked if the Nittany Lions escape East Lansing with a victory in their back pocket. But I think this game is going to be nip and tuck from start to finish with so much on the line, again, in terms of at-large standing in the selection committee's eyes. But give me Penn State plus three. Fade or follow. I will follow on this one as well, but they got to shake those road woes, Brad. As yep. you said, they are 0-6 uh, in conference play in their road games. They're getting outscored by an average of eight points in all of those games. If they can make their threes, second in the Big Ten had made threes. If they can make their threes, keep this close with Michigan State, you're right. Not only do they keep it close, they might even escape with a, with a W. Ah, pay off, Penn State. Number three. All right, let's go to our, our NBA player prop of the day presented by Monkey. MonkeyNightFight.com. Go to MonkeyNightFight.com right now. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's just you against the house, more or less, and all of your favorite player props. Over or under on stats you already know, including fantasy points, points, rebounds, assists. They got it all at MonkeyNightFight.com. And here's all you got to do. When you go sign up as a new user, use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And they gift you a free $5 game on the house. Have an NKF in good time tonight at MonkeyNightFight.com. All let's go back to a player that we know and love. The former Denver Nugget, now a member of the Detroit Pistons, and a guy who's been cha-ching, cashing often this season on his overs. That is one Jeremy Grant, uh, again, with the Detroit Pistons. And the line tonight is 23.5 points against who? Uh, Yes, the defenseless Brooklyn Nets, who are rancid when it comes to guarding people. Really, just in general, allergic to it. Brooklyn now number 27 in the NBA. Thanks, James Harden. Uh, And adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up 1.108 points per possession. 
Uh, interestingly, uh, they are number nine in three-point percentage, giving up 36% on the season. But according to the advanced DVP tool at FTNDaily.com, this is a fifth-best matchup for a scorer, which Grant most certainly is. Now, he's been over this uh, proposed total in two of his last three games, and that was against more formidable competition defensively. That was Lakers and the Utah Jazz. Uh, this is a guy that's making close to six free throws per contest, draws a lot of contact, and makes opponents pay at the line. And he's jacking up shots close to 18 times per game, and he's averaging on the season. 24 points per game. So this may be a 30-point effort, similar to the last time he took the floor against the Lake Show, but against the hapless Nets in terms of their inability to defend just about anyone. So, Lundy, fade or follow my over Jeremy Grant, 23.5 points against Brooklyn. Brad, I've got a double-double against the Nets, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, you should see good three-point stroke. Um, yeah. Look, all I'm saying, it, Jeremy Grant has been the gift that has kept on giving this uh, NBA season for us, whether we're talking PRA, we're talking points. Uh, he has been essentially a one-man show there for Detroit, and this is a very favorable matchup. So to me, it would not surprise me for him to not only beat this number, but to handily beat it, uh, where you know, you're sitting comfortable, ready to cash your ticket there early in in uh, the fourth quarter so to me this is an easy follow again with the way Jeremy Grant has been there's going to be some off nights he's had a couple but he's certainly winning a lot more often than he's having us tear up those tickets so I will roll and follow on Mr. Grant splash those nets Jeremy number two all right let's go out to the A-10 a conference we've uh, featured very rarely here on the Faith of Noise podcast but I love this matchup tonight VCU going to Ohio to square off against the Dayton Flyers and again what's the theme shooting at the walls of heartache bang bang I am the warrior again yeah we're going back to that hit man and the road warrior is going to be uh, in full effect here, and and I think VCU's going to win this game in close fashion going away. You know, Dayton's been a bit Jekyll and Hyde this season. This is a far cry from the dominant squad we saw with Obi Toppin a season ago that unfortunately didn't get an opportunity uh, to have a storied run in the NCAA tournament. Uh, but, you know, you look at VCU, uh, this is a, a team that still has that Shaka Smart Havoc fingerprint from years ago. They force a boatload of turnovers, 25.6% of A-10 opponent possessions, as a matter of fact. They're only giving up 0.914 points per possession in totality on the season. And they're all about transition. And they're all about second-chance opportunities as well, uh, getting that offensive board on 32.2% of their possessions. Now, Dayton, uh, they have been plagued by turnovers, which is a bad formula when you're going up against this pressure defense of VCU. Uh, but the Flyers can neutralize some of those mistakes with the trays that they make. Over 45% of their shots come from beyond the arc. You know, Jalen Crutcher's still there, splashing the nets uh, with Watson and Zeal. Uh, but VCU, very astute in terms of clamping down along the perimeter. Uh, they do defend it well, giving up just 31.5%. Another game, similar to the Penn State-Michigan State contest, it should be nip and tuck. Uh, but I think the Rams are going to ram it there in Dayton and take down the Flyers. So give me VCU minus one and a half. Eight or follow. 
Uh, maybe it's your singing, but I'm going to fade. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to actually take the uh, I'm going to take the Flyers in this one. I, not anything in particular. Just kind of feel like maybe as we're rolling through today's fade five, I can't trust all of these teams on their road trips. And so I think if there's one that I am going to fade on you, it's going to be this one with Dayton. They are nine and seven against the spread this season, but they have covered in six of their last eight. And so I think maybe that streak continues. Perhaps Dayton gets a little lucky gets those uh, those friendly home bounces on the rim and manages to just barely sneak this one out rabbit vcu number one all right last and certainly not least uh, let's go to the marquee matchup of the evening and it's uh, in the big 12 there have been a lot of these marquee matchups in the big 12 let me tell you uh and it is west virginia and texas tech and what could be deemed uh, the prior matchup as the game of the year so far in college basketball that was a win by the slimmest of margins for the mountaineers so texas tech is going to try to exact their revenge here uh the second time around look uh in that first matchup it was all about the brilliance of deuce mcbride who went 24 7 and 6 in the box score in that one-point victory back on January 25th. Now, in that game, WVU really tickled the twine from outside. They were 12 of 19 from three, so it's going to be really tough for them, obviously, to duplicate that kind of output. But still, in Big 12 play, they have made 42.9% of their three-point shots. So what this is going to boil down to is winning the glass battle inside. Texas Tech has a lot of length, a lot of athleticism, and they are tenacious in terms of getting those second chances. So Derek Culver is really going to have to you know, block out and neutralize the opposition there in the post to prevent uh, some of those second chance opportunities. And you also got to keep Tech off the free throw line. And that is an issue for West Virginia overall. They are foul prone. And Texas Tech will you know, cut you by, a, you know, a, kill you by 1,000 paper cuts uh, with a 77.1 free throw percentage is what they've logged on the season. So pull it all together. It sounds like I'm going Texas Tech. But no, I'm going to thwart that belief, I'm going to take West Virginia plus the five and a half. I think it's too many points. And like the first matchup, I think this one's going to come down the buzzer. So fade or follow the Bob Huggins boys and the points. I think Bob Huggins' team manages to keep this close. So I'm going to follow with you on this one. I think Tech wins it. I just think it's going to wind up being close. Brad, how about this? You were talking about McBride. Uh, with West Virginia over the last five games, found this stat. He has made or assisted on 44 percent of their field goals over the course of the last five games as mcbride goes so goes west virginia's offense and i think that he can have himself a good game this is a great marquee matchup looking forward to this one on the four letter tonight nine o'clock eastern time on this one by the way and folks brad didn't necessarily mention it a couple of these games we've been throwing at you today are early starts so if you're getting out there want to get your uh, bet slips done make sure you do so early because we do have some early games on the schedule today carrying us all the way to this matchup in the Big 12. Uh, which means we'll be chasing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be looking way- for that late-night CSU game, right? Oh, uh, well, yeah, against New Mexico. That's a distinct possibility about uh, four tequilas in. I'm just throwing that out there. That is a wrap on this edition of the Faith and Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Follow me, at Noisy Huevos. Uh, also, drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this little program. And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.